this is super random, but my left eye keeps twitching. Has that ever happened to you? I don't know if it's like a Too stress much caffeine. thing. Yeah, I, I was thinking that. Me. Yeah, maybe it's a combination, but like, I mean, I have had a little bit more caffeine this week, but not like like a whole lot more. Cocaine. Maybe I'm just like, I don't know, <laughs> no, it's not that. <laughs> no more cocaine than usual. Too young for this track. The search for Buddha. <laughs> yeah, I got my cocaine under control. <laughs> Two years ago, we set off on a mission to introduce Tyler to strange new episodes. To boldly go where several podcasts have probably gone before. But then, a while back, Troy mentioned there was this one time on Star Trek where everyone was wearing a thong for no reason, and now we have a new mission. To watch the one with the thongs. But getting there is going to be a little tricky, because Tyler doesn't know which episode that is. I did narrow it down to 50 episodes, though, so we'll get there eventually. Hello, and welcome to Too Young for This Trek, the podcast where I, Tyler, watch Star Trek for the first time in a completely random and nonsensical way that, that my friends forced me to. Not untrue. and hey i'm eric and troy's not here today uh troy's out there searching independently for booty i see (laughs) presumably his wife's (laughs) our our treasure uh oh yeah yeah we we can't Yeah. yeah we can't discount that possibility (laughs) (laughs) but yeah today we're talking about was season six episode four is that right yeah maybe that's correct um cool that That is right yeah memory um nice job tng relics it reminds me of this one time five minutes ago (laughs) where i was was trying to find the episode like i didn't want to google and i was just kind of scrolling through the paramount plus app which has some issues. It's uh, there's there's better UI out there when it comes to uh, streaming services. But anyways, like I was like, okay, I'm pretty sure this is like late season five, maybe early season six, and I wasn't too far off. Was, you know, <laughs> the thing about yeah, Paramount kind of Plus that annoys me is yes. that I I watch like five shows on there, and they're all Star mm-hmm. Trek it'll let me click on like the last episode I watched and I can watch the next one, which because yes. of this podcast, I never watched <laughs> the next one. No. But yeah, exactly. Yeah. It doesn't just like keep all of the star treks like right there on the front page for me to click and like search whatever episode I have to search for them every yeah. time. And it's annoying. Hey, yeah, you know there should does be... that really well. Netflix. Oh, I know what's really funny. And I was pointing this out to Meg is that on Netflix, when they had Star Trek, you could literally type in TNG and it would pull up next generation. You can't do that on the Paramount Plus app. You have to type out Star Trek for it to understand. The next thing is the shit out of me. Still on Netflix here. I had none of this trouble. (laughs) You know, I mean, Paramount, if you want to sponsor us, we'll will completely you know sell out but you got to work <laughs> on that ui <laughs> we love your content uh but holy shit i'm yeah my just have a couple of drop down menus just season out 
I also want to point out that one of my TVs, the main TV in the living room, won't even work with the app. Like, it, for whatever reason, it's the only streaming app that it just does not want to work with. So, yeah. Anyways, we're talking about Relics, also known as uh, Scotty doesn't know how to do nothing. Scotty gets his groove back. Um, something, something Dyson Spheres? Uh, I'll come up with a better mm-hmm. one later. <laughs> a Dyson sphere. It's a very old theory, number one. I'm not surprised that you haven't heard of it. In the 20th century, a physicist called Freeman Dyson postulated the theory that an enormous hollow sphere could be constructed around a star. This would have the advantage of harnessing all the radiant energy of that star, and any population living on the interior surface would have virtually inexhaustible sources of power. Uh, so, MC, uh, I have ice in my mouth if I sound funny. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, what, what happened in this episode? So, in this episode, the Enterprise runs across D. a signal. You could probably just say it's the one with yeah. Scotty, and people will be like, ah. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's the, the one TNG with, with Scotty. Yeah. Something happens that makes me go 75 years in advance jump. And uh, I still end up the same age, you know. And of course, I uh, I get to the, uh, the the new Enterprise, you know, the Class D, and uh, and that's seventy five years advancement for me. And I, I have a little difficulty, and uh, and then uh, then of course I, I we start working on things, and eventually, uh, you know, their engineer and and myself we get together and we save this new Enterprise. So there you go. I love, oh, there's so many things I love about this episode. I guess we should probably go in order, right? Nah. I don't, I don't even know where to start. Like, so, <laughs> so I, I, I kind of want to start okay. at the end because after watching this, so uh-huh. it ends with Scotty getting his own ship and just going, like, he's, where's he going? He's not going to retire anymore. That's what he was planning to do 75 years ago before he. <laughs> got him he stuck himself into the i i forgot words the transport buffer yeah it's the transport buffer it, that was uh-huh. it was a plot point in strange new worlds recently with uh w- yeah. what's his face's daughter yeah yeah it also happened in uh discovery because that they all got in there oh, except yeah. for michael yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but yeah so i'm guessing he never comes back <laughs> No. Okay, so chronologically, if you're going by the actual timeline within universe, this is the last time we see Scotty. <laughs> he goes missing. Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> if you're talking about like uh, the movies and every like TV order, this is not the last mm-hmm. time we'll see Scotty. Okay, so this, there were more movies after this, I guess. I don't. Uh, I probably said too much. I don't know the do timeline. Uh, I, I, I don't think we should. Oh, so he makes one more appearance is all I'm saying. Yeah. One more. That's all. I'll just keep it vague. Yeah. Uh, he also appears in Star Trek online. Like, oh, during okay. this time period. So like in the TNG it would be after. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Cause, um, 
I, I haven't played Star Trek Online. I just know I that the storyline <laughs> the storyline started out after the events of all the TNG movies. Yeah, it was like I, I read that he gives a couple of quests in it. Yeah, so it was kind of a tie-in with the 2009 movie, which you know the Kelvinverse is a separate thing, but it started in the Prime Universe with this one event, and then time travel shenanigans and all that. Uh, so. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so so maybe maybe they did pick up after this episode and we we get to find out what ha- what the what the fuck happened to Scotty after that episode. <laughs> yeah, he probably fathered a lot of children in his 80s. I could see that. Just like in the real life. Like did you guys know he had a child when he was like 80? Yeah. That's interesting. I didn't yeah. know that. <laughs> yep and it, his i mean he seems like a charming his, fella his oldest uh <laughs> daughter is younger than his uh wife oh wow wait i, f- I found out a what? lot of interesting things about uh what's, what's the actor's <laughs> james name duhon? james duhon james yeah duhon. like after yeah, watching this episode actor. yeah he's also missing his middle finger on one of his hands yeah i've is. never noticed that yeah that's he nuts. lost it in World War II. I think I remember hearing that, he but I've never actually visually <laughs> keyed in on it. Um, supposedly, you could see it in this episode a few times. Like, yeah. I guess, like originally, he tried to like hide it, but then mm-hmm. he kind of got, you know, he, he I guess accepted it more, and he wasn't Embraced so concerned it. about hiding it. Yeah, but yeah. I don't. I I learned a lot of interesting things that make me question him and yeah we'll save that for the end remind me to mention them you probably know them but yeah sure i don't know Uh, there's some things i don't know maybe (laughs) okay but yeah let's talk about Uh, the episode well there's a lot of a lot of good moments in this one i think you know i think this is a great character study i think it's a good tie-in with tos there have been a lot of tos tie-ins to this point in tng a lot of them didn't really work in my opinion, but this one does. I think this one, it, it flows very naturally. Um, the only thing that's kind of weird, I guess, is the TOS bridge uh, in the holodeck because like, it's the one thing that kind of dates TNG or one of the things that kind of dates TNG because when you go to like New Trek, that era, the future 60s, <laughs> looks a lot better than that you know (laughs) and unfortunately the tos set just looks kind of cheap i mean i i have nostalgia for it but like i remember that taking even back when i watched this originally it took me out of it like in the 90s you know (laughs) i think i have more appreciation for it now because you know um you know all the history there and whatnot it didn't strike me as being like out of place at all so that's interesting. Out of place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was. Yeah. I guess. I was yeah. just like, yeah, it's just, it's, it's, it's the TOS set. I mean, that's the set. Yeah. But I, I felt like there was a lot of moments in this one that were pretty heartfelt. Like that scene with Picard, with Picard. Um, I love uh, that Scotty steals Guinan's um, stash. <laughs> she has like this, yeah. uh, this green liquor and he just, he just, takes it <laughs> yep. but there's that moment where and data is like 
going behind the bar and he's like trying to analyze what it is and he's like it's green <laughs> synthetic scotch synthetic commanders i believe guinan does keep a limited supply of non-synthaholic products perhaps one of them would be to your liking what is it it is it is It is green. Um, I thought that I, I didn't think this was going to go the route of being like you trying to teach your grandma how to email. I, I thought it was going to be like, you know, he gets like <laughs> yeah. into the future and he's just like, wow, all this technology and engineering stuff is cool. And then like him and Jordy bang or something. But like Jordy, just like he did not have patience to put up with this. He's like, "How many times do I have to teach you this lesson, old man? Stop touching my shit!" Like, <laughs> yeah. Now listen, Captain Scott. I've tried to be patient. I've tried to be polite, but I've got a job to do here. And quite frankly, you're in the way. I was f-ing starships while your great grandfather was still in diapers. I'd think you'd be a little grateful for some help. I'll leave you to work, Mr. LaForge. I I kind of felt bad for Jordy in this episode because I could almost understand where he's coming from. I mean, can you imagine there's like an 80 year gap of technology and you're trying to do your job, which is hard enough as it is. And then there's this this guy and he thinks he's hot shit, but he doesn't know how to fucking Google things. You know, oh, hey, Eric, <laughs> can you give us a, a like a specific person that was alive 80 years ago that we can imagine this with? Sure. Uh, 80 years ago. <laughs> Sorry. So uh, let's see. 1940. 40s. FDR, right? I mean, I guess you could go with. James Duhon, he would have yeah. been alive because <laughs> he fought in <laughs> World War II. So, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, like imagine like like President Roosevelt. Yeah, you're trying to teach him how to Google. Yeah, you're trying to like teach him like the basics, or <sighs> you're trying to show him how to watch Star Trek on Paramount Plus. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. But like, imagine like in your job as an engineer, imagine someone from World War Two is suddenly assigned on this project that you're working on. You have to get them up to speed and get this project done by the end of the day. Like it's not happening, right? Yeah, they're trying to figure out where the pistons on the engine are. And (laughs) it's like, uh, yeah, I can't imagine. Like, what's a computer chip, you know? yeah what's a computer <laughs> what's <yeah. laughs> exactly back, Just, back in my so day much. the planes had four wings mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah so uh that i i like that aspect of the episode you know um he really is like out of time and it, it i felt bad for him because like pretty much everyone he knows is gone you know I guess Bones might yeah. still be alive, but he's like super fucking old at this point. So, oh wow, would Bones still be alive? Like oh, it's been seventy-five oh, years. Shit, we haven't watched that. <laughs> no, 
how the hell is Bolds alive? What has he been doing? <laughs> <laughs> I know Spock's alive. Oh right? man, I'm sorry I, I, yeah. I spoiled that. Yeah, well, yeah, Spock has a good excuse. He's a Vulcan. Yeah. Spock doesn't look his age. Bones does. Let's just say that. He looks like fucking Palpatine. How old would Bones be? <laughs> I think <laughs> like I he's think... supposed to be 125 or something. Wow. Yeah, I think he's like pushing 130. Yeah. He's still as racist as ever. yeah people rarely grow out of that huh (laughs) yeah Uh, they tend to double down from what i've i've seen (laughs) you guys do kind of of live in the south but so yeah yeah uh speaking of uh racism or in this case speciesism did you notice Scotty's reaction to Worf throughout the episode? Yeah. He just oh, says well, bye to everyone except for Worf. <laughs> Him and Worf just look at each other and then they just like go their separate ways. Well, uh, it's great Tyler, on a number of levels know, because like. Like the time that sorry. he comes from, you know, the political scope of what's happening. Sort of. Like the first season of discovery and coming from all that. (laughs) So yeah. Yeah. Klingons and humans don't get along at his time, but you know, things change and now Wolf's Mm -hmm. on the bridge of the the enterprise. Yeah, it seems like Scotty had an easier time accepting Data as a commander than he did Worf. Well, he said something about Data, too, because he's talking about synthetic alcohol, synthetic people, or synthetic officers, yeah. is what he says. Like, I, sure. I would have thought that Scotty would have been like, how the fuck did, the, like, did, he'd be, like, impressed by Data, you know, like, he'd be like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he's all into engineering. He would be trying to figure him out, analyze him. I don't know. I was also surprised that he wasn't all that impressed by the holodeck. He was all grumpy about it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, we he, do he get he that like great moment out where the holodeck, <laughs> the computer. Yeah, like cussed out the computer. Oh, and it, mm-hmm. it's got that line that I've heard you say. Yeah, no yeah. Troy a, likes to no bring it up B. a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's Please a good moment. Program. The android at the bar said you could show me my old ship. Let me see it. Insufficient data. Please specify parameters. The Enterprise. Show me the bridge of the Enterprise, you chattering piece of... There have been five Federation ships with that name. Please specify by registry number. NCC... One seven o one. No bloody A, B, C, or D. Program complete. Enter when ready. Uh, what else? Oh, uh, I know Troy wanted to ask you about this, and we were per- trying to be vague about it last time. But what'd you think of the Dyson sphere from an engineering perspective? And 
science and all that. <laughs> uh, I'm surprised like this is they haven't ran into more in Star Trek. Like mm-hmm. it, it seems like, like you they would. say that it's a pretty efficient like system. Uh, essentially, you get yeah over 200 planets worth of space and energy and all this other stuff like mm-hmm. yeah why wouldn't you want to build a giant space wall yeah i'm surprised that the people lived in it i, I yeah, always thought of dyson uh, spears as about... like harvesting energy you know and then transporting it or and something then transporting elsewhere yeah yeah i thought the way they showed this one was really interesting because he had like whole continents it looked like on the inside so it was like a reverse yeah. earth where the sun mm-hmm. was in the center and i i actually really love that concept yeah um, like like a halo ring yeah, yeah exactly yeah but like fucking spear, a spear. <laughs> <laughs> um but i was kind of geeking out about that because like just like the sheer size of the thing and they even bring it up on the episode like it would take like seven hours to scan the whole thing stuff like that yeah like like this thing's monumental it was pretty mind-blowing hard to even conceive you know um but i think the theory is that a type three civilization would have that ability to harness the solar system's energy i don't know what that that. means i don't know what a type oh you don't know about that scale no, oh. I, I've heard it referenced, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, well, it came up with... Was that the Kardashev scale? Is that what that's called? Yeah, it, it came up uh, when we were watching Discovery. Yeah. yeah, they did. Yeah, they talked about it then. Um, it's it's a theory about like how we're not even a type one yet because <laughs> we're still relying on like fossil fuels and stuff. It's kind of a weird scale because we're type zero and we don't know of any other examples of types outside of us. But the idea is that once civilizations get to a certain point, there's like type one can harness the planet's energy type two or maybe it's type two that can do Dyson spheres. I don't know. And then type three is like (laughs) a galactic civilization like the Empire from Star Wars. But it's kind of weird because in Star Trek, even though they don't have Dyson spheres, they can get all over the galaxy. So I don't know. Maybe it's a flawed scale, but <laughs> it's still it's a cool yeah. concept. And there's yeah, like, I, I know there's been scientists that have been like wondering if they've detected Dyson spheres before, but then they turned out to be neutron stars or something like that. And yeah. It's a whole thing, <laughs> but they're keeping an eye out for them just in case. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm kind of surprised like they are able to make one at Star Trek. They can do all kinds of intergalactic travel like yeah. They can replicate things. Why can't they uh, make a big solar panel? <laughs> yeah, it's interesting cuz like in so Star Trek technology tends to be a lot more advanced than Star Wars technology, but in Star Wars you have like death stars and like uh whatever that planet killer thing was from the sequel trilogy but like that's like on the scale of a dyson sphere basically right uh well i mean like star trek ships can blow up planets so yeah yeah exactly that's what i'm saying so So. like if yeah it's it is kind of weird but 
I don't know when when did the Dyson Sphere concept come up? Was it in the eighties? Maybe this is just a new thing going on, and they were like, "Let's put it in the show." <laughs> uh, I don't know. Let's Google it. Yeah, when did Freeman Dyson come up with that? Just Google that shit. Yeah, Google that shit. Yeah, Google that shit all day long. I would, but my internet tends to slow down. Uh, I'm looking at it. <laughs> my my computer has just been really slow. Google that shit. Yeah, Google that shit. Yeah, Google that shit all day long. Uh, so it looks like the answer is slightly complicated, but really? it wasn't in the 80s. We'll, we'll just say that. It was in the maybe 1930s, 1940s. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I, I guess uh, Freeman Dyson may also have not been the one who came up with it, and he didn't like that it got named after him because oh, he was shit. inspired by uh, a 1937 science fiction novel called Star Maker. So, hmm. that that's interesting. interesting. So inconclusive. Yeah. I don't have time to read an entire Wikipedia page. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else happened in this episode? Um, was this the first time? I'm guessing it's the first time that someone like used the pattern buffer for something like this because I've seen it. I think so. This is at least the third time I've seen it. So <laughs> <laughs> this is the first time I can remember it being a plot point. Yeah. So it probably would have been more impressive at the time. Although I think there might be, I don't want to spoil it, but there's another episode where there's a weird transporter thing. And I think that might've had something to do with the transport buffer. It basically clones someone, mm-hmm. which you would think would happen a lot more often. If like your entire uh, person is like turned into data on a computer, you would think that you'd be able to make a copy of someone if they died, you know, just like re-upload that, you know, and then, you know, get a second chance, you know? Yeah. I guess that's not how it works. I guess they don't have the, the Ram for it. Um, <laughs> you know? uh, guys, have you thought that maybe uh, that's a privacy matter that uh, Starfleet has enacted? Like it's a HR thing. Like, no, maybe. <laughs> like, like maybe you, you have, have to put to in your will. Yeah. Ooh, oh. do you think in Star Trek they have like? Um, have you guys seen the show Upload? Yes, oh. I've seen. Okay. What's that? Oh, I know of it. it. Oh, it, it's a comedy where there's like a virtual afterlife. Uh, like right oh. before you die, you can have like your huh brain like digitized and like you'll be in like a virtual afterlife. Um, That's interesting. Yeah. It, I, I think it's a pretty funny show. It's like basically all about how capitalism would ruin that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's like data plans and like microtransactions yeah. and. Oh, that's glitches and, it, it's like being in jail. Uh, yeah. People oh, have to put geez. money on your commissary. Yeah. And oh there's like God, a, there's so a awful. section where uh, people have like, it's like a free plan so they have like very limited data so they get to like you know like move for like a minute and then they (laughs) get frozen for a month oh my god that sounds awful yeah i don't i don't think that's even an option for immortality right because it wouldn't be you it would be a copy yeah like it's not your soul it just mimics the way you used to think uh, I guess. I mean, it's but your brain. That, yeah. 
it, it yeah it's just weird because we're more than our brains we don't think about it but like our biology also yeah affects... it, it would also uh it, you would have to have the ability to evolve and change for it to continue being you because yeah well and then would it really be you anymore yeah, that, you know, that, like then if you you're... kept living and it was also living it, you'd be told to do totally different people yeah because that that version of you would be stuck at the age when your brain got scanned. Well, I think we're. I think Eric's still talking about the clone, maybe. Right. <laughs> well, in this case, a digital clone. But I guess okay. we're getting way off topic because that has nothing to do with this episode. That's a different episode no. of Star Trek. Um. Yeah. So let's see. Scotty gets drunk. He. He gets in Jordy's way. Uh, uh, he checks Picard out the feels holodeck. bad. Yeah, yeah. Picard's he like everyone Picard deserves drunk. to be useful. Oh, Jordy, go <laughs> make go. him feel useful. Give him something to do. Give him some yeah, busy work. That was cute. <laughs> that that was a and, good Picard moment. I thought. And, and they like transport down to his old ship to figure out what happened to it to work out what's going on with this Dyson sphere. Yep. And they, they run into some old technology that Jordy doesn't know how to use. And then Scotty's like, you do this and then it doesn't work. And then Scotty's like, if only we had one of these things that doesn't exist anymore. And Jordy's like, <laughs> yeah. I can make you one of those. It was cute. Tyler, but I love how like they were just like, gremlin. it's obsolete. Like there, there's no way to plug this into that. What's Chase, <laughs> you <laughs> literally have a, have a Yeah, <laughs> uh, the cats have this little like cardboard house with a scratching thing oh, on the bottom okay. of it. Yeah, and so like Chase just like exactly. runs in, makes some weird noises and scratches it, and then runs out of it and it explodes because <laughs> he like <laughs> runs into the walls. And yeah, Chapter gets really upset when he looks at it. And he's like, Chase broke it. Chase broke his house. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's, that's pretty much all I have to say on the episode. I, I thought it was good. You know, I thought it was charming. Um, yeah. It's the one with Scotty. It's the one with Scotty. Yeah. Picard and everyone gets stuck inside of the Dyson Spear somehow. Like, I don't, somehow them sending a helling frequency triggered the garage door to open, but also yeah. something yeah. to pull them in. Yeah. Yeah, and then they were like falling towards the sun. I think trapped yeah. them in there. Yeah, yeah, they kind of lost me a little bit there because then the whole thing that Scotty <laughs> and Jordy do is they open the door back up and use their ship to somehow block it open. But I didn't know why they yeah. didn't get pulled in. I missed that part. Oh, they were sitting uh, half a million kilometers away. Okay, they were just further away. Hmm. But, but then they had to blow yeah. up their ship to get by i thought scotty was gonna go down with the ship to just like you know suicide well you mainly made. just to make it so they didn't have to you know like it's a clean ending you know like there's you started out with no scotty you ended with no scotty <laughs> but instead he just goes <laughs> in Status a random quo. ship yeah places yeah um yeah 
I, I like the part where he kisses Troy, even though we have not seen them in one scene together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wonder if that was in the script. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He's just like giving like these heartfelt <laughs> goodbyes to everyone. And he's really only spent time with Picard and Jordy. <laughs> um yeah i guess he saw dr crusher for a bit i'm i'm almost wondering if this was a two-parter that they were like yeah we don't really want to stretch it that far let's just cut it down to one so they cut out <laughs> a bunch of scenes where he interacted with everyone there's <laughs> a whole subplot where he had a romance with troy and <laughs> 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 like a bar uh, fight with Riker over her you know <laughs> um, him and Worf had a staring yeah. contest I don't know. I feel like there's probably a, a novel out there about this episode that really expands on it. It feels like the kind of thing there'd be a Star Trek book about, you know. I can't tell if you're joking, because when I was trying to find this episode, <laughs> all I could find was the novel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure I've seen the novel, so I like I'm it has assuming the same title. <laughs> yep. Yeah, there's a few um episodes that got their own book. And I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure each one of them is like an expanded version of the story. So I feel like this is okay. one of those. Well, yeah. somebody I should read it and find of, out if there's a romance between him and Troy. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they yeah, should I'm have curious. had a scene with him and Troy where, you know, like he's being, you, you know, if he's mm-hmm. like sad and stuff, isn't that like part of her job as like a counselor? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. He be. didn't go to her once. Did he even realize yeah. they have counselors in the future? Probably not. He went to Dr. Crusher and he commented on like how much hotter doctors are in this day and age than when he was in Starfleet. <laughs> well, I'll say this about your enterprise. The doctors are a fair sight prettier. Well, she's a little slow. Um, but yeah, yeah, you think from there, like... Kind of cringy. He, yeah, he probably would have like went and saw Troy, but no. Eh, no, he sought out the bar first. Yeah. <laughs> and then was all pissed about Synthahol, hall which i thought was great yeah so does Synthahol hall make you a little drunk but like manageable or is it just like i think so it just tastes like, like alcohol well clearly it doesn't taste exactly like alcohol because he could tell the fucking difference <laughs> he was like what is this shit <laughs> yeah um i've always assumed that like i mean there's clearly like actual alcohol still but like uh they have synthahol as like the main yeah yeah um but synthol yeah i imagine there's like less chance of hangover things like that you know um you can maybe get a little buzz but maybe not full-on like slosh drunk and it might be yeah. because you know there might be an emergency where people have to be operating at you know <laughs> a certain level you know <laughs> so yeah that's the trade-off of having a having a bar on the Enterprise, I guess. It's not real that, alcohol. That, that sounds depressing. Really, <laughs> that that really sounds like something an Andalite would create. That was an Animorphs reference. Yeah. Oh, for more on that, check out our Patreon. Blah blah. <laughs> we did an Animorphs <laughs> on the on the Patreon. At first, I was like, "Does MC mean Andorians?" No, <laughs> no. <laughs> I was trying to plug something. Because I I, 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 I don't know why Andalites would make that, but that's not I mean, important right alcohol now. Alcohol <laughs> that would still let them be alert. I mean, 
Yeah. Putting his foot in Dr. Pepper. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think you have to, you have to be like a certain age to drink synthahol or since it's like not as potent, it's like, Hmm. how is synthahol different than uh, alcohol-free beer? uh, I think it would be more like here. Like where the I think so age too. is eighteen rather than twenty one. Well, do you think there's a synthahol yeah. age and an alcohol age? I think it would probably fall under the same So is maritime law is different from US law, right? Like isn't the drink doesn't the drinking age not apply on like cruise ships and stuff? I think it depends on um, what flag <laughs> the Okay, ship is okay, fair under. enough. Um, I think it also has to do with what port you leave from and return to. Yeah. Because oh, like okay. you don't need a passport in the U.S. if you go to like the Caribbean on a cruise ship as long as you're coming back to the U.S. So mm. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. Not a maritime lawyer. <laughs> I was just wondering if like if in space there's like similar laws where like. I don't know. I guess the Federation kind of has a large jurisdiction, so um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm thinking. Way what too do you hard guys think that. the age of consent is in space? You don't have to answer that. Depends on the. <laughs> depends on the. <laughs> oh yeah, because yeah. of uh, yeah, uh, yeah, that's uh, what yeah. I was thinking. Uh, uh, I was like, yeah. oh, it, mm. it, 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 it would that's be. The maturity of each species at specific ages, and yeah, when that's natural to occur for the yeah, yeah. The it, only reason I actually really mentioned difficult. that was because <laughs> so when I was I so after watching this episode, I mm-hmm. googled like what what happened to Scotty after this episode because I'm just like he just went into space like. I need to know there's at least like some kind of like <laughs> fan fiction of like what happened, like some adventure or something. Yeah. And what I instead found was a list of like surprising facts about James uh, Duhon. James Duhon. Yeah. yeah. Duhon. Yeah. Duhon. And so yeah. that's where, that's where I found out that he's missing a finger. He appears in Star Trek online. It's actually, it's his oldest son that voices him in Star Trek online. Yeah. Cause he passed away a while ago. Yeah, fun fact about that, not about him passing away, but about a son. You oh. go to his Wikipedia page and it says children, seven, including Chris. Like nobody else gets named in that. I'm guessing Chris is the one that does his voice. The, yeah, he does yeah. his voice. And I think he's like been him in a few like fan things. Um, oh, OK. That's yeah, kind of cool. But so the the one that I got hung up with is mm-hmm. so he's he he was married three times, and his last mm-hmm. marriage was when he was fifty four uh, mm-hmm. to someone he met earlier in the year who at the time was seventeen, but at the time they got married she was eighteen. I was like, mm, oh, mm, that's weird. Kind of close, dude. Kind of close. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's weird. And at the time, <laughs> his oldest kid would have been 23. And oh. I'm just like, hmm. Yeah. That's a little strange. Yeah. Uh, huh. Okay. 
Yep. I didn't know how to feel about it. (laughs) (laughs) So you brought it to us to share that with us. Yeah. I was just curious if that was like a wide known fact. Was that something everybody knew? This is the first I'm hearing of it. Yeah. Well, now you guys can not be sure how to feel about that either. <laughs> yeah, when people talk like, about uh, right Leonardo on the DiCaprio, <laughs> but no one ever talks about James Duhon. Like, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> then on the other hand, like they were married until he died. So, I mean, oh, that's kind of sweet. I guess. I, st- yeah. I don't know. Can you guys imagine the age you are right now dating an 18 year old? No, I can't even imagine dating someone in their 20s, to be honest. <laughs> if <laughs> I, was I wasn't married. I'm, I mean, I'm married, <laughs> so that's not even on the table. But Well, I, uh, I was just trying to think, like, what's the youngest I could see myself dating right now if I wasn't married? And I was mm-hmm. like, I don't think I would be able to go younger than, like, 28. Yeah, it's because, like... I don't know. Even looking at like someone that's like in their early twenties, I'm like, you should be in high school. That's a little weird. (laughs) (laughs) I was just thinking about like, Like, I was thinking about like how I was at like 25 and I was like, I I wouldn't feel like dealing with that. Well, (laughs) like if you, if you think back to when you were in your early twenties, like you felt like an adult, right? Like, but then, Mm your current self looking back on you then you're like, nah, I was a dumbass. <laughs> you know, like yeah. at least that's how I feel, you know, <laughs> like I didn't know shit about shit. All the drinking. Oh my All God. So yeah. I think there's just oh like, there could be a, exceptions. I imagine, you know, with maturity level, but like I would have a hard time relating, you know? <laughs> uh, no, nah, my kidneys could not take that. Please. What? Oh, all the drinking. I took that in a way different direction somehow. I, which way did you take it? Do you think like MC got punched no. in the kidneys a lot? What do you was? <laughs> no, I meant, I meant, I don't know why I was still thinking about like his child knees. MC, MC, MC dating someone in their early twenties. And he's like, I don't think I could take you on my kidneys or whatever. Oh, cause MC would have to drink all the time. I wasn't even thinking of the alcohol. I don't I was don't like, you also think weird, of being your liver and not your kidneys? <laughs> uh, uh, MC I used to drink like, a lot of dark soda. Yeah, no. Uh, I mean, <laughs> because that's the only way I'm drinking that much whiskey. With dark soda. <laughs> yep. Rum and dark whiskey. Always drink it with dark soda these days. <laughs> that's good stuff. Yeah. Rum and Coke for me. That's my jam. I don't drink often, to be honest. If Synthahol was a thing, I, like I probably coffee. would drink that. Coffee is definitely my thing. I can't go a day without oh, that shit. I'm that reminds me. MC was me. drinking coffee during this, and I was like, dang, oh, I yeah. need some coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I started getting in, in, those, in my uh... Be Happy Cup. <laughs> That's Thanks. cute. Yeah. I started twitching just looking at that coffee. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I thought I thought it was a good episode. It didn't go the way I expected it nice. to go. Like, I, I really? thought Jordy and yeah, I thought Jordy and Scotty would just like instantly hit it off, and instead, Jordy was like, "This guy's annoying." <laughs> I think that made it more interesting. 
Oh, I totally forgot to mention before we move on. My favorite scene this time around was that part towards the beginning where he gets his own. Uh, what do you call it? Crew cabinet. Uh, I'm sorry. What's the court when he gets oh, his own quarters on the, on the quarters, Yeah, there's this ensign that's escorting him and he's trying to walk off and get back to his job. But Scotty just keeps talking. And I was like, yeah, I've been there, buddy. <laughs> uh, like, I thought you were going to say I, it was him commenting on how big the space was. He was like, back in my day, not even an admiral would get a qu- quarters this size. <laughs> yeah. So. No, but like, um, I kind of felt bad again for Scotty because like, you know, he just he just wants to connect with someone at that point. You know, he's just trying to tell his stories. And like, honestly, sometimes old men, you know, they have pretty interesting stories to tell you know some wisdom to share you know so sometimes you just gotta you know is that the moral of the episode we we gotta like listen to old guys i don't know where i'm going with this well okay Uh, so i almost midnight on our time (laughs) i feel bad for scotty (laughs) in this episode but i also I feel like if I was in this position, I would be exactly like how Jordy is. I'd just be like, oh, my God, I don't feel like dealing with this. Like, yeah, uh, no, that's the thing. Like, I relate like I feel bad for Scotty, but I totally related to what Jordy was going through. But I like that they did make up by the end, you know, like they they were totally uh, getting horny for those nacelles together, you know? (laughs) Yeah. So, like, my entire life, I've always been like the like tech person for like my family. And Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. when we moved into this house, like we met a lot of our neighbors and there a lot of them are old. And I just became like the the neighborhood go to guy for, and and one month I helped uh, one couple install a TV, uh, like mount it and everything. And then another couple install a TV. And then a couple of days later, um, one of our neighbors was like so uh my husband hit a button on the remote and now it doesn't fill up the whole screen and we've pressed every button on the remote and i went over there and i was there for like no joke five seconds and i hit the button and it was back to being full screen i was just like wow that's amazing old people yeah i was just like don't you people have kids to bother (laughs) and i could feel i i love all these old people and i can feel safe talking about them on a podcast because they will never find it (laughs) (laughs) um so i guess it's time for imdb real quick sure yeah can somebody look that up (laughs) my computer might mc your turn explode Uh, i'm yeah Okay. Looking for what? The top one? Is that what it is? Uh, I usually just, I started going with the most interesting one. Oh, okay. Which is usually the least or most helpful. <laughs> um, well, right here uh, is featured review. So mm. it's going to be okay. pretty good, right? Great episode, but the writers are clearly pro next gen. An excellent episode that should be a fan favorite, but the writing and some of the interactions on the show are nothing but disappointing. First Mm. of all, the title, Relics, this is a slap at the TOS, basically describing Scotty as a has-been. And nowhere... I mean, that's like the point of the episode, kind of, right? Yeah. 80 years. (laughs) Yeah. 
and nowhere near as good as LaForge or the next gen crew. LaForge is written entirely out of character, acting like an engineer on a modern nuclear aircraft carrier, talking with an old Cold War engineer. I don't know what this person... Okay. LaForge should have reverence for this man as being the prototype miracle worker. On top of it, mm-hmm. they paint Scotty as always overestimating his repair time so he gets more respect. What? I for one am I thought that shocked. was great. That is a thing that he definitely does. Yeah, oh yeah. Like, I, oh, I'm yeah. sure I, I've heard I him talk about it before. Cannon. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like like he it, it's one of the things where oh you say you get it like a couple of hours longer and then when you get it done a couple of hours earlier you seem like a miracle <laughs> worker yeah i thought that was great uh, what else he say uh he, he's just saying that he shocked that duhan uh duhan would allow his character to be portrayed this way the fact he was smart enough to keep himself alive by using the transporter in diagnostic mode show scotty indeed know his stuff the interaction mm. with Picard saves this episode, comparing first commands or first loves of old starships. Oh yeah, that's their whole scene talking about yeah, their the first stargazer. Commands. Yeah, the stargazer. It's probably got a, a poster of that thing. <laughs> <laughs> a we should do gram. that. We should. We should. We should do that as a calendar, but like just nacelle drawings. Oh. Okay. Well, I have Troy draw it. He doesn't have enough to do. (laughs) Uh, The fact that Picard had to chew out LaForge once again shows how much LaForge was out of character. This could have been so much better, but the next-gen writers had to keep their anti-TOS agenda going. Anti-TOS agenda? Are you serious? I have no idea, but that's <laughs> the featured review. Tempe that is not at all what I got from that episode. This was I, like I, I get some of his points. Like I get like yeah. I like I expected Jordy to be like, "Wow, this guy's a legend." But yeah, especially since you apparently reached the rank of captain, you think like maybe somebody would have heard about him at some point. But eh. yeah. I do like that we find later that all the pretty much all the original TOS crew went on to become captains of their own ship at some point. Um, I think that's weird. So like, I don't understand is, how you go it, from being chief engineer to captain. Like, that seems. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like you probably some engineering vessel. Route, but. Yeah, like maybe it was like a space yes. station. Can you be captain of a space? I think yeah, yeah. yeah. Cisco was a captain. Cisco's of a space captain. Station. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, and then uh, no, I mean, I just Sulu point makes out. a lot of sense as a pilot, you know. But yeah, what's that? Uh, the ten people found it helpful, but twenty-eight people gave it a thumb that review a thumbs down. Oh. So it's almost. Oh. Uh, I think that might have been pretty derided. Uh, uh, a bad review. Yeah. But it. Oh, that's fine. Uh, eh. It was Gave the one that popped ammo. up on the screen. I, I didn't about. need to. 
going to a next right. page. <laughs> Is it time to search for that booty? Yeah, and I think I think Troy picked the last one, so it works out that Troy's not here because it's it's MC's turn. I also I didn't remove this one from the list, so just don't pick this one again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Do you got the uh, list? I I will have the list in a few seconds once I get the and search for booty tab. Yep, and it's uh it's number thirty seven on the list, so yeah, yeah just don't pick thirty seven again. I uh, you, you know what? I'll, I'll just make this real nice and easy. Number one, Voyager makes first contact with a new peaceful species in the Delta Quadrant and gets invited to attend their annual festival of nature. At the festival, Janeway, Paris, and Kim find out that they are all overdosed. Also, Chikate nope. is that? What? <laughs> they're oh, they're overdressed. overdressed. They're not overdosed. They all <laughs> OD'd. They get there and they're just like, oh, shit. <laughs> but no, no, um, I'm, I'm implying everyone's naked. Oh, uh, everyone's in thongs. And Chikote is And real quick, for, for any thong. new listeners, for any new listeners out there, uh, this is... Actually, you know what? I'm not even going to try to explain it. We just go listen to uh, our uh, episode on uh, two, two, what was it? Two, Tuvok? Tuvix. No. Tuvix. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen to our episode on Tuvix for an explanation as to why Tyler's coming up with fake synopsis for these uh, episode <laughs> titles. <Yeah. laughs> okay, so this one, uh, this is one I picked just because it just looked like random gibberish. I was like, could be it. Um, so I don't even know how to say this, but it's like E logium, E logium. Does that sound like anything? Um, e logium. Uh, you want to <laughs> just type it in in the message board? Interesting. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That is not ringing a bell. Is that really what it says? <laughs> yep. <laughs> is that that's not a typo? Uh, it is, is a it? Voyager episode. <gasps> okay. Oh Season no. Two. I think Troy keeps adding Voyager episodes to the list because I don't remember there being this many Voyager episodes on our original list. And th- that word means nothing to you. <laughs> no. I'm I glad it brought don't up know an actual I've episode. Even seen that's this good. one. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I guess. I mean, I must have seen it at we'll some point. Look at. Ipsy looks disgusted, like he accidentally clicked uh, on porn. No, <laughs> I'm confused about. Unusual. We're in visual range, Captain. Magnified. Space dwelling life forms. Unpredictable. They're pulling us in. Unstoppable. Can't shake him. A space hunter. Captain, the creature is reacting. One. It is approaching rapidly. Final. On a collision course. Confrontation. The creature is accelerating. (laughs) On the next Star Trek Voyager. What? (laughs) (laughs) Aliens run amok week. Yes. Okay. Oh my god. So, So if I am to believe that trailer... Voyager gets in a fight with a well. Yeah. It looks more like a sperm to me. 
it looked like sperm at first, but then there was like a big one, and like it's just like slapping the ship with its tail. And what? <gasps> I I'm trying to remember which one this is. If it's the one I think it is, it's pretty bonkers. But I don't know if it's that one. I, I'm excited to figure out what this word is and how it's pronounced. <laughs> yeah. Do so you guys don't know this episode? <laughs> it's not familiar to me. I mean, I, I must have seen it at some point, but it's definitely uh, not yeah, one I felt it... like revisiting. You know, I must have skipped over it last couple times. There is an episode, and I don't think it's this one, but there's an episode where the ship is shrunk, like Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. <laughs> and uh, I don't think that's this one, but there's like a moment where I was like, could it be that? And I was like, nah, probably not. Okay. So, yeah, this will be interesting. I think this is the first time you guys have seen a trailer and be like, what? <laughs> yeah, lots, yeah uh, I was, no idea. Yeah, weird. Huh. Well, that could be fun probably terrible so uh, (laughs) yeah it's probably a meh episode if you guys don't remember it yeah like uh maybe we're pressed memories padding out yeah troy's like yeah we need to be doing this for the next 30 years (laughs) i gotta go to the lesson cole some stuff i think if this episode sucks but not in a fun way i'm gonna be mad (laughs) (laughs) be mad at troy um so we're uh oh yeah um i'm just gonna edit all that chunk out of me making noises <laughs> uh but i was gonna say we're, we're i was so gonna tired, close the podcast guys. yeah and then i was like wait i guess we should tell people where to find us or whatever uh join yeah. the discord to hear us talk about stuff um not mm-hmm. the discord damn it god damn it jo- join the patreon to hear us talk about different stuff with our podcast um uh dork seduction dork seduction that's it It, it's dork seduction seduced um don't listen to eric i'm really (laughs) distracted because my cat's in a bag behind me so i feel like i have to yell over the cat in the bag oh he's actually on top of the bag i thought he was in the bag but he's on top of it so jace get on the mic if you got things to say nothing nothing he, he just looking yeah. cute. Got real shy. <laughs> but yeah, uh, join our Discord at probablywork.com slash Discord. And then, yeah, follow us on Twitter at whatever our Twitter is. Editor's note. This episode is so old it can legally drink Synthahole in Australia. Also, Twitter doesn't exist anymore. So I guess follow us on x.com or don't. That's probably better. Most importantly, uh, where are we beaming to? Uh, the Space? Voyager, yeah. <laughs> Delta Quadrant. Yeah. Into my balls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, please cut that out. <laughs> three, three, nope. three to beam nope. out. Nope, they're staying in. I hope it's that episode where the Voyager shrank, but it's going to hurt.
Editor's note. Eric felt kind of bad about how we talked about Mr. Dune and suggested I add a clip from an interview where he talks about helping a suicidal person. To like balance the scales maybe. So here is that. I got a fan letter from a young lady. It was a suicide note. So I, uh, I called her. I said, hey, this is Jimmy Doon. Scotty of Star Trek. I said, I'm doing a convention in Indianapolis. I want to see you there. I saw her. Boy, I'm telling you. I couldn't believe what I saw. That was, it was definitely suicide. You know, somebody had to help her, somehow. You know, and obviously she wasn't going to the right people, you know. Anyhow, I said to her, I said, I'm doing a convention two weeks from now in St. Louis. And two weeks from then in, the, in something, you know, and then eventually she also came to New York. She was able to afford to go to these places and everything else. So, uh, and then that went on for two or three years, maybe 18 and all I did was talk positive things. And then all of a sudden, nothing. I didn't hear anything. I had no idea what was happening because I, I really never saved her uh, address, right? Eight years later, I get a letter saying, I do want to thank you so much for what you did for me because I just got my de master's degree in electronic engineering. You know, I, that's to me the best thing I've ever done in my life. And it brings tears to my eyes every time I even talk about the story. Hey everyone, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you're a fan of the show, please help us out by subscribing on Spotify. And while you're there, give us a five-star rating and share with your friends. Every download really does help, so thank you so much for keeping this podcast going. 